You are listening to Curious Cat, the podcast that examines the shadowy space where science and the supernatural collide. And I'm your host, Jennifer Holtz. Join me every week as I examine what it means to be a soul in a meat suit. Welcome to Curious Cat. Hello and welcome. If my voice sounds a little rough, it's for two reasons. I am recovering from a head cold and I am also, I just got off the treadmill because it's my first run since I've been sick and it felt great because when you're not thriving, when you're sick or going through a cycle of depression or you know, life is just bombarding you with stuff. You tend to be, you know, low energy and what us woo people call low vibration. And as soon as I got on the treadmill, it's like uh, the vibration, my energy level went up. So my vibration just shook off that old garbage, like the, you know, detrius from being sick I could feel it shedding out of my lungs. I know too much information. and But it just like brought me to a higher level. And all of a sudden, I could feel my brain firing in super positive ways and making connections to things that I've been reading and I've been researching for other episodes that you'll, um, you'll get in the future. But a message came to me yesterday, which was, and it was like from a fellow podcaster. It wasn't from the ethers. And they were saying, don't save content for the future for your podcast when it needs to be disseminated right now. So in that spirit, I keep getting uh, reminded the reason I am doing this podcast, it started because of losing my dad. Definitely. It was a sense of a void and a loss and not wanting anybody else to feel alone in their grief or in their times that were dark. So that was the the pure intention of, of creating this podcast. But as I've had my, you know, my spirit, my soul kind of heal from that grieving, it's still with me every day. I think I've mentioned it. It's like a candle that sits on a counter. And sometimes you can always come in the room and you can smell the vanilla of the candle. But sometimes the wick is burning and the wax is, is has melted and it pervades the area. And that's when grief kind of takes over. But most times that candle sits somewhat inert on my counter now. But now that my my spirit, my soul has been healing and finding a way to um, kind of make peace with that void and fill it with, you know, not just anything, but with um, purpose and a different perspective, even on my father's death. Um, my sense of purpose with this podcast has been growing and changing. And I think that Probably if you've been listening since the beginning, you've felt that shift. 
But I wanted to share with you the number one reason for this podcast, for Curious Cat. Everything about it is on purpose. I tend to email my um, audio engineer and say, keep in the awkward pauses. Keep in my juicy nose because people will know, yes, something triggered me emotionally and I was crying before I, you know, read that passage or after I shared that story because I want it to be real and authentic because in this day and age, everything is so multi-filtered. We have dysmorphia with the truth. But getting back to, so I, I, anyway, I want you to be able to discern what's authentic from what feels to your bones fake because your inner lie detector is perfect. You have everything you need. You just need to take the time to listen and honor what your, your senses, your intuition, your eyes, your ears are telling you. But back to the evolving purpose of Curious Cat. It's right there in the title. Um, You know, the word curious is there on purpose. Curious Cat uh, refers to the saying, curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. And I always thought that was a funny and fun um, saying growing up, but Ultimately, what it's about is breaking fears loops. And especially as we emerge from, you know, something that's never happened to the world before, where we all lock down and and just hid away in our places for a a long time uh, because of a pandemic, a global pandemic. It was easy to be caught in the fear loop because we didn't know. We didn't know what this virus was and and how it would impact not just the people in our little soul tribe and our communities and our states and our countries, but across the world. People, we were united in fear because ultimately we were united in love. And there was a moment in it where I had clarity of This is kind of beautiful because we've all said to each other by our actions that we are all important to each other and we don't have to know each other's faces and eyes, but we showed that. And then it became a toxic fear loop that was, um, you know, we just got caught up in. Then we're afraid of X, Y, and Z. And I think in a way Um, I can only speak for myself, but I became almost addicted to fear. It was like um, it fed me instead of feeling, you know, that higher vibration and that, that love and that unity in what we were going through. It became more about, I don't know, addicted to drama in a way. And I'm realizing that there aren't, um, there isn't a universal cure-all to fear, but it's not healthy for us. Holding fear in your body is like holding in a toxin. It's like 
um, you know, your body has processes that flush out things that you don't need after you've, you, you know, you've sucked out the minerals and the nutrients from food per se and, and like, um, you know, any beverage that you drink or whatever, but there's also toxins that come with it. If you've consumed alcohol or whatever, you fill in the blank or, um, you know, there's chemicals or dyes in your food, your body tends to flush those out. Well, fear creates toxins inside of us as well. And they can tend to manifest. If you're afraid to speak your truth, they can manifest in your throat. If you are holding in a secret or some pain and you're keeping it close to your heart, you know that saying, it can become a toxin. And if you, you know, hold something in your head that is something you don't want to know, but you do and you can't find a way to express it, it tends to manifest in your brain. You can go through your whole body and um, there are times that you'll have knots and um, those are places where you're holding those toxins and you need to get the flow of oxygen there and you need to flush it out of you. And that's what um, we're doing when we meditate. It's what we're doing when we take a moment to uh, clear our chakras and balance them and charge them. But fear is a loop that if you are stuck in, I was afraid of that, and now I've shifted and I'm afraid of this. And then tomorrow, something will come out and, and people and mouse will say, now you need to be afraid of that. I guess my challenge is to all of us, including me, don't see it as what it is. It's a trap, a web of fear that's trying to catch you. And maybe try to transfigure the fear into something that resonates higher. And one way to do that is just meet fear with curiosity. So uh, you hear about something and you say, oh, God, are the people that I love going to be impacted by this? Ask a question. What is that thing? And how can I learn more about that thing? And just bore down into it in a curious way, a pursuit of learning and understanding. And immediately what you're going to feel is this shift in your brain and your heart that went from this caveman reactionary place to this place of contemplation and logic. And the fear is no longer trapping you and holding you down. It's a curiosity. Another way to transfigure fear is love. Um, I just listened to a podcast and shout out to a beautiful member of my family who's been super supportive of Curious Cat from before day one. So shout out to her. But she sent me an interview that Oprah Winfrey did with somebody. And um, she said, find the truth, bore down into the truth of any moment. And often when I've done that, 
I find love. So, and again, I don't want to use a personal story because I want to be respectful of my partner and my 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 grown adult kids. But there was something recently and my partner had concern and I looked at him across the room and I looked at what the truth was and I smiled because the truth was this was a person that absolutely loves his kids. And I love that. It it transformed and transfigured that fear and anxiety and worry and and pain into something so pure and true. And that love brings forward all those positive things as well. And it changes our perspective from a place of, yeah, that's exactly what it is. When I'm sitting in bed at night and something's troubling me, I try to bore down into that. And if it's about one of my adult kids, I'll just send them a note of love, of I've been thinking about you. I hope you're thriving. I love you with no intention of getting anything in return, but simply, um, it's simply an acknowledgement that in that moment, I was thinking about them and maybe it was, you know, a worry or a concern, but really ultimately what it is was love. I just love them. And, um, and so expressing it in that way, and it transfigures the fear. Um, I talk about it, um, and I think I'm just going to release this. I'll put the pretty song in there, and, and my beautiful audio engineer won't have to touch this um, pure, authentic, hot mess um, of a bonus episode. But... Um, So I'll put it out there because I think it's important to talk about breaking the fear loops, especially now. And even in the um, sense of this week, actually yesterday, was that they held a U.S. congressional hearing on UFOs and UAPs, I guess they're called now. A lot of people, I didn't know this, but it's pretty controversial in the UFO community because there's these two camps and one suspects that the other is doing certain things. And um, ultimately what it comes down to is fear. And one of them, one camp believes that the other is trying to condition us to be fearful and give money to the military because if there are outside forces, if there are species besides us um, in this galaxy you know, across the universe, well, they must want to destroy us. And so we have to be afraid of them and get ready to attack back. Ultimately, it comes down to love, even in that instance. It's a love of this planet. It's a love of people they don't know. It's a love of their little tribe and a love of themselves. And all of those are positive. But Again, and I don't know, I feel like two things. Number one, if there are lots of species that are out there in the ethers and they've been checking in on us, wouldn't they have destroyed us already? Or, you know, maybe they think we're going to destroy ourselves. So it's like, haven't they shown that they actually 
aren't malicious because we're still here, you know, if they're so omnipotent. But also, um, I don't know, I lost my other thought of why the UFO thing makes me giggle. Oh, um, yeah, no, it's gone. It's completely gone. But I think that ultimately, even if the aliens come down to get us, well, if you do survive and somehow your Spotify or Apple Music podcast still work, you can play my words back to whoever else is left and you can laugh at me because I was completely wrong. But I think the best thing to do is to react, breathe through that initial burst of fear and unknowing and worry and anxiety, and then ask, huh, this is interesting. And lean into a question about it and get curious about it. Because I feel like that's a much better reaction. It's much more positive for your body, for your soul, for your spirit, and for all of those around you. And we're all connected, so it's good for all of us. Anyway, I hope that you don't mind this impromptu uh, conversation today. And maybe um, when you're feeling fear, make it, can't say that word, make it conscience, make a conscious effort to write it down and put it on paper and just say, this is my fear. I'm having a moment and I'm worried about this. I'm worried about finances. I'm worried about the stock market. I'm worried about this. I'm worried about that. Write it down and then bore into it and see if you can start asking questions about it. And if that kind of flips the switch in you and then see where that takes you. I'd love to hear, um, you know, about your challenges and and your struggles and how maybe looking at it differently, not through the eyes of fear, but through other things um, is, uh, you know, transforming your life. And also maybe this week, let's all pay attention to all the times that we are asked to be fearful, like, oh, you need to be afraid of this or, or worried about this or scared of this. And how few times we're asked to, hey, love on this, put your arms around that, send your prayers for this, and how like unbalanced it is. That alone is kind of curious, isn't it? We can write a little, make up a little pie chart about that um, together. So as always, I made this with love for you, and I hope it finds you well, and I hope you have a fantastic rest of the week. Um, you can find your normal episode on Fridays as usual, and all my love to you and yours. Take care. Stay curious. I love you.